Welcome to the Burning Hearts Church Podcast. We are so glad that you're joining us this week. So this is going to be a little bit different Sunday. If you're visiting this week, this is not normally what we do, but uh, we've been doing a series on uh, house of worship over the past several weeks, and we've done some different teachings on worship, and we've really felt in this season that God is calling us as a church to go after worship and prayer and praise in, in uh, a greater measure, and really building ourselves up as worshipers in spirit and in truth, and expanding uh, our, our worship and, and prayer uh, ministries in different areas because it's so powerful. It's, it's transformational uh, for us individually and for our city. Worship is, is so important. We, we only have one chance. We only have one chance in our life to worship through all that we go through in life. When we're in heaven, it's gonna be easier to worship. We'll be before him. But we have an opportunity to worship every day. We have an opportunity to worship every day. The Lord has been speaking to me about um, David, the heart of David, and, it, and how he wants to cultivate in us the heart of David. And many of you know the story uh, of David. He was a, a shepherd before he was a king, and he spent his time on the hillsides with his sheep and, and just ministering before the Lord. And then when he became king, there, there's a story in First Chronicles, starting, I think, in verse 15, where the ark of the, the Lord was with the Philistines for a while, and then it was on, on the threshing floor, and, and they went and they returned the ark to Israel, to Jerusalem, and David danced with all of his might before, before the ark, and he was just a, abandoned in praise. And that was the heart of David. He, you know, it says in the word that he, was, he had a, uh, a heart after God. And he set up systems of worship and prayer in Israel. If you look in Second or in First Chronicles, there, uh, when he was setting up Solomon for success, when he was building the temple, they had four thousand musicians and two hundred and eighty-eight trained singers, whose job it was to be in the presence of the Lord, be before the ark, and they were thanking and praising and making petitions before the Lord 24-7, continually. He made, he made worship and prayer and praise the central focus of Israel at that time. And God, that, that was God's heart. I believe he saw into the future. He saw uh, Revelations chapter 4, Pastor Jana shared it a couple weeks ago, about the, everyone being before the throne in heaven, saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And David had a revelation of that before his time and set up these systems of worship. And the Psalms that we know, many of them came out of that time, them hearing prophetically from the Lord and became the songs of Israel. And I believe he wants to do that today. He wants to do that in us. He wants to do that in our body. He wants to give each of us the heart of David. And he wants to give this, this body, <laughs> this city, this nation, the heart of David, to worship him, to be before his throne and say, that is the one thing we ask. 
that's the one thing we seek. I wanna read Psalm 27. Starting in verse four. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle, I will sacrifice. This is a sacrifice, shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. That's what we're going to do today. Hear my voice when I call, O Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. So that's our heart for what we're going to do today. And for some of you, it may be different. It might be really long. And I just challenge you to keep your heart focused on the Lord. And if he asks you to stand, stand. If he asks you to lift your hands, lift your hands. If he asks you to dance, do that. If you're just to, to lay on your face before him, do that. But just keep your face <laughs> keep seeking his face keep your heart turned towards him we're going to come uh, with different prayer leaders later on in the service over some different prayer points so be ready for that but right now we're just going to go into worship so I want to pray and then we're going we're gonna to go into it again so Father we ask that you give us the heart of David that we would be true worshipers, that we would be the worshipers the Father seeks, the ones that worship in spirit and in truth, and we would have a revelation like David did of what we're gonna be doing in all of eternity. We're gonna be before your throne, worshiping you with all that we have. And Father, I ask that you help us to do that today. God, that you help us to keep our, our eyes fixed on you, that we would seek your face, that we would seek your face only, that we would seek your face only, only. Let us do it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
I just pray that apathy would leave right now. The tiredness, tiredness of our spirit, that the fear of something not happening would leave right now. And Father, our expectations, my expectations would just raise to see you move, Father. But even that, to see your promise fulfilled that when we draw near, you will draw near, Father.
Yahweh, we're singing the Hebrew word that the Israelite people used to call God. Yahweh, there's a name so holy and so powerful. We worship you, Jesus. Sing, you are the God who was. You are the God who was and is and is to come.
about you but this was a tough week wasn't it for years now I've been praying Lord break my heart for what breaks your heart and friends I'm not kidding I feel like my heart literally broke in half because when you pray that you're gonna feel things so I just want to share with you what I did to get through this week because my heart was so heavy and I think a lot of us are feeling the heaviness of the world anybody in here did you feel heavy this week yeah I listened to this song and I want every single one of you to go home and listen to it by Maverick City. And it was called Just Keep Praying. And I'm not kidding, I listened to it every day this week, several times this week. And I just wanna read what the lyrics said. It says, every prayer today is a seed of tomorrow. Just keep praying. And it said, hold on to the faith and the blessing will follow. This week I got flat on the face before God and I began to bawl and I said, Lord, Come on, what are we gonna do, God? We gotta do something. And he said, just keep praying. And that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna persevere. We're gonna push through. We are going to just keep praying no matter what happens around us. Now, I get the privilege this morning of praying over a certain category. And I'm gonna tell you the category that I'm gonna pray about because I want you to partner with me. I want us to do this together. We're gonna do this as a corporate body. There is power in corporate worship. So I'm about to pray over families, marriages, relationships, isolation, which so many people are feeling from the effects of COVID and being, you know, isolated from people and the prodigals. We're gonna pray of those things. I chose this scripture this morning because there is so much power and so much authority behind it. The scripture I'm gonna share with you this morning is Isaiah 54, 17. There is power and there is authority behind this scripture. I'm gonna read it to you. It's one of my favorites. Are you ready for this? Oh, it's good, get ready. No weapon. It said no weapon. No weapon formed against thee. Thee is you. Thee is me. Thee is your children. Thee is your prodigals. Thee is that child you've been praying for shall prosper and every tongue it, the bible doesn't say some tongues or maybe it says every it uses the word every every tongue that shall be risen against thee in judgment thou who's thou thou shalt condemn he's talking about god this is the heritage this is what we get do you guys understand this is our heritage this is what we've been promised in the bible my heritage, your heritage, of the servants of the Lord, that's us, and the righteousness is of me, saith who? Not saith Trisha, not saith the word, not saith culture, it says the Lord says this. Now friends, 
In the Bible days, they didn't have the Bible. They were living it in real time. We have the Bible, okay? We get this, and we're gonna stand on these promises. So would you join me in prayer? And I'm gonna ask you to partner with me and pray with me. We're gonna go after this because it says no weapon, and we're gonna personalize this. Friends, that means no weapon against your family, no weapon against your children, no weapon against your marriage, no weapon against this church, no weapon against sin, no weapon against the prodigal shall prosper in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus. Let's go after it. In the name of Jesus. We stand on the authority that you, you gave to us so many years ago. Your word was written to empower us for this moment in history right now. Father God, every single one of us was chosen for this generation for a purpose and a reason. You placed us here because you have something for us to do. And we are going to keep praying no matter what happens. We're going to keep sowing those seeds because our faith is gonna water it and we will see the blessing will come, whether it's today, tomorrow, down the road. Now, Father God, I just declare with power and authority, not in my name, but in the name of Jesus, that no weapon formed against the family unit shall prosper in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus Christ. We stand on that prosper. Father God, I pray for a hedge of protection over the families in this room and over our congregation and over the people that are watching online right now. No weapon, no weapon, no weapon, whatever that may be, shall prosper. Now we recognize and we know that the devil's gearing up. We feel it. We know. We're not naive. We live in this world. But the saints of God are gearing up as well and God is preparing an army of people. And we declare and we prophesy with our mouth that you cannot have our homes. You cannot have our marriage. Devil, I am putting you on notice right now. Uh-uh, no way, back off, get back. Nope, that, that word was written for me. That was written for my friends here today. You may not have our children. In the name of Jesus, as a mama, I declare boldly this morning over every child that is sitting in this audience right now, I pray over every child at home watching online with their parents. I pray for the children in our community in our city, in Fargo, in Moorhead, as they are about to walk back into those classrooms, as those homeschool mamas are gonna pick up those books tomorrow and start that journey. No weapon to form those children shall prosper. We declare that our children have been marked. They have been stained. They have been called. They have been anointed. They have been chosen. You have given them a King David anointing upon their life. They shall fulfill their God-given destiny. Now, Father God, we pray for a hedge of protection over their minds. Oh, devil, you cannot have their minds. Uh-uh, no way. Uh-uh, because our heavenly guardian angels are watching over their minds. This world cannot have their minds because the word of God shall come forth. It's gonna come forth in Sunday school. It's gonna come forth in JBQ. We're gonna learn it. We're gonna memorize it. We're gonna speak it. We're gonna get it so deep in our heart that these kids will not be able to forget it. Father God, this is my prayer for every child here this morning, that the word of God will be so ingrained in them that when they are old people, they still will have the word of God in them. I pray that if Alzheimer's touches them, the Word of God, the Scripture will not touch them. I know people who have had Alzheimer's and they still remember the Scriptures. They may not recognize family members, but they still remember your Word, Lord Jesus. Now this morning, we're gonna keep talking to you, Jesus. No matter what happens, we're gonna keep talking to you, Lord Jesus. Father God, I pray specifically right now over marriage. Partner with me. The devil wants marriages, but he can't have them. There has been an attack on the home unit and on marriages 
like never before, but no, uh-uh. It, God loves marriage. And just so you know, God loves the divorcee too. God loves you too. God loves the divorcee. But God loves the institute of marriage. Father God, I pray for a hedge of protection over marriage. I almost don't wanna say this, but the Holy Spirit is just prompting me that someone in this room, and I don't know who you are, I'm not gonna call you out, I, God's not even telling me who it is, but somebody is playing in the devil's playground here. Somebody is flirting with temptation outside of the marriage box. God wants you to get back in the marriage box. Sin will create holes in your heart. It's not as glamorous as it looks. Father God, I pray right now for that person who is tempted to go outside the marriage box. Maybe you're online, maybe you're in the room right now. Father God, I pray right now, keep them from sin. Hedge of protection, woo them. Move them back in to the center of your will, Lord Jesus. Father God, I pray they can get out of it before they start. They can stop before they start. In the name of Jesus, break that off, people, right now. So we just pray protection over marriages, over our homes, over our children. Now, Father God, I pray there's a tactic of the enemy that he's been using over our teenagers lately. And this mama wants to go after that because something is awake in my mama's soul. There is depression. There is suicide. There are sexual sins that are plaguing the minds of our teenagers. They're struggling. In the name of Jesus, break those things off of our teenagers. In the name of Jesus, may suicidal thoughts fall off right now. Break it off, break it off, break it off, break it off, break it off to the ground. It is under our feet. In the name of Jesus, these teenagers shall no longer struggle with suicidal thoughts. Depression is being lifted in the name of Jesus. Lift it off. That heavy burden is too heavy to carry. They weren't meant to carry that. In the name of Jesus, everybody say with me, in the name of Jesus, it is lifted. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we declare depression and suicidal thoughts gone. You can't have our teenagers. Nope, you can't have them. Nope, not today, Satan. You can't have them. Now, Father God, in the past year and a half, there have been so many people struggling with isolation and loneliness. That doesn't come from God. Nope, it comes from the devil. God is the giver of peace. The devil is the giver of chaos and loneliness. I pray right now for that person who is struggling with loneliness. They may not want to admit it, and sometimes we don't like to admit those things, but right now, may you meet them right where they're at. In the name of Jesus, right now, I speak to their heart. They are not alone. Courage and hope breathe it into their spirit right now. Father God, may a spirit of encouragement just lift them right now. You are not alone. To that person, I pray that you would have the courage to step out of your loneliness and step into church and get connected. The devil, isolation is a setup for the devil. It's a setup for the devil. Get connected, get connected, get connected in the name of Jesus. Now lastly, Lord, I wanna pray over something that is so near and dear to my heart because I have prodigals in my family. I have prodigals that I have wept over. Jesus, I know I could feel it in this room. People have prodigals. I could feel it. Father God, we declare with our lips that no weapon formed against our prodigals shall prosper because you are wooing them. In the name of Jesus, I pray for return of the prodigals. 
a return to you, Lord Jesus, a return to your heart. Father God, tug at their heartstrings right now, wherever they may be, whether they're in college, whether they're in the business world, whether they're already in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, I don't care how old they are. Lord Jesus, we pray for a return of the prodigals. Soften their hearts. In the name of Jesus, go after them, Lord Jesus. Go after them. Mercy said, no, I'm not going to let you go. Life and death stood face to face, but no, God says, no, I'm not going to let the prodigals go. No, Jesus, we pray and we prophesy that our prodigals will, in the name of Jesus, return to Christ. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for all of these things. Now, just for a second, we want to activate our faith, Lord Jesus. Let's just thank him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the healings. Thank you for the transformations. We have faith to believe that you're going to do this. Thank you for the prodigals that are going to return. Thank you for that loneliness that's being lifted. Thank you for what's happening right now. We thank you in advance because we are activating our faith. We are activating, activating, activating in the name of Jesus. No weapon shall prosper in Burning Hearts Church. No weapon formed against our pastors shall prosper in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus. I pray for a hedge of protection against our pastors. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon. In your name, Jesus, Lord, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Let's give a hand for the Lord. Now the next song that we're going to sing is really just going to be a declaration of the prayers that we um, we just prayed. But before we do that, how many of us, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but how many of you in your hearts thought of something where the Holy Spirit prompted you in something that you have to be going after in prayer while Trisha was leading us in prayer? My second question is how many of us know that prayer is not a luxury but a necessity? For the next minute, I really want to challenge us to open up our mouths. If you want to stand, if you want to walk around, if you want to sit, I want to challenge you for the next minute, before we sing anything, to open up your mouth and pray for whatever it was prompted on your heart. If you don't have anything in your mind to pray, thank you, Jesus. That's all you have to pray. So for the next minute, lift up your voices, lift up your voices and pray. Go after whatever it is, plead the blood of Jesus over it, over your prodigals, over your family, sexual sin, repentance, whatever it is. I challenge you to open up your mouth and pray. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Even if it's awkward, open up your mouth. Even if you only have two words, open up your mouth. Let's exercise the muscle of prayer. It's not a luxury, it's a necessity. Keep going, keep going. 
Cancer's been defeated. Disease, disease been defeated. asked to uh, pray for the drought. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I as a young boy growing up the farm um, grew up through several droughts and <clears throat> when uh, the rain would come um, my dad and my brothers and I would grab a bucket and we would flip the bucket upside down and we'd sit in the doorway of the shop and watch it rain and we just sat there and we watched it rain and we smelled it and we saw it and we just sat there and it was peaceful. And that's what I just wanna pray this morning. I just pray, <clears throat> Father, come, change the atmosphere. Though man predicts that this dry season in parts of our country and our region are gonna stay. We command in Jesus' name for the atmospheres to change. For those weather trends that look like are gonna stay, that you are gonna change them. Father, that you are gonna bring the rain. 
You are not going to bring a rain of floods. You are not going to bring a rain of destruction, of hail and damage, Father. You are going to bring the soaking rains. We ask you, Father, for the soaking rains. The rains that will come, Lord, bring the rains that will come that will fill our streams, that will fill our reservoirs. Father, that will refill our soils and our subsoils. Father, that the roots may go deep and we call back the life, the organisms in our soil that have gone dormant because of the dry weather. We call it all back to life. Bring life back into our country, Lord. Father, fill up our wells, fill up our aquifers, Lord. Send that soaking rain in Jesus' name. Send it, O Lord. Send it, O Lord. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Joe. I'm too, I'm a farm kid. And Friday morning when it started raining, you just soak it in. Stood out in the rain. I've been asked to pray for our government, our region. Um, and as I was preparing, there was a verse from James that the Lord highlighted, James 5, 7. Be patient then, brothers, until the Lord's coming See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop and how patient he is for the autumn and spring rains. You too be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and you have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. So Lord, this morning as we lift up our leaders, as we lift up those who lead our church, as we lift up those who lead our city, our county, our townships, Lord, we ask for patience, compassion, mercy. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on our leaders. Lord God, we know that the government rests on your shoulders, Jesus. Thank you for putting these people in places of authority. Lord, gather, gather the armies, gather your people, Lord. Gather your love, mercy, compassion around them. Lord, we ask for your breath to speak to our leaders. Lord, to give them wisdom and insight into their decisions and how they impact our families, our churches, our schools, our businesses. Lord God, we thank you that you are working all things for our good. 
Lord God, I lift up those within this congregation, those who are listening at home, Lord, who have a desire to serve others, Lord. We are blessed to be in a nation where we can step forward and serve one another in places of government. Lord God, so we just ask that you would plant seeds in this congregation, seeds that want to serve you, Lord, seeds of, of people who want to give compassion and mercy and love to our community. Lord, I just lift up those who are serving at the state level, Lord, as they make important decisions and they have discussions around the interim committees. Lord God, we just pray for wisdom. We pray for peace. Lord, we pray for vision for our state. We pray that you will allow us to see the future, that you will bring prophecy into them so that they will know what you are bringing to us, Lord, that we might come together and be united in love, in mercy, and in compassion. In Jesus' name, amen.
I've been asked to pray for the persecuted church, the world, and the nation. And I can tell you one thing, I have a background of being a missionary to Ukraine. And I know what it means to be persecuted because of what you believe. And today I want to proclaim over those who are persecuted in, in across the nations. And I proclaim now in the name of Jesus. Lord, that every tongue that confesses you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, I thank you that you have not forsaken them. You have, you have watched over them. You have led them to this place. They have been called to proclaim your name in a foreign nation. God, they have, you, have, you said that you would go with them in every place they go. And Lord, today I proclaim, God, that the enemy's eyes are blinded. As they try to search them out, Lord, they cannot find them because their eyes are blinded. I thank you for the mighty angels of the living God that surround them and protect them as they go forth with a flame of fire to proclaim your word. I thank you, Lord, that revival is breaking forth across those churches in America, in the nations, in the persecuted churches. Revival is coming forth. They may not be able to speak the words loudly, but Lord, they can speak it in their spirit in the name of Jesus. And when they praise the name of the Lord, they sing it with all their heart and soul because they are true worshipers of the kingdom of God. They will not let the enemy have victory in their life. They will not allow the enemy to destroy what you have called them to do. I thank you, Lord, that they say to these mountains, be thou removed and be thou cast into sea. And when they will not doubt in your heart, but they will see these things come to pass in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that the steps of a righteous man and woman are ordered by the Lord and you delight in them. They are not going to give up in the midst of persecution. They will not give in because they have been called to go forth and proclaim your name. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And Father, I thank you that you, in the midst of this, Lord, that they are under great persecution because of their children. God, they, they look, they're a mother with a mother's heart. They don't want anything to happen, but they have prepared their family. They have prepared them that no matter what takes place, that Lord, that they will die for you before they give in and surrender. So today, Lord, I thank you that you are protecting them. You're watching over them. You are proclaiming victory in their lives in the name of Jesus. And the enemy, he's right where we want him. He's under our feet. He's under our feet, and he will not have victory in a Christian's life in any way. And I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Will you stay here a minute, Jill? You leave Monday, right? Wednesday. She's leaving Wednesday to the Ukraine. Let's just pray over Jill. She and her husband have poured into the Ukraine. So when I tell stories of Ukraine, these are the people who taught me how to pray. 
for nations. And so um, she's like a mama. And so let's just pray over her. Because she's going to go encourage the believers. She's going to go encourage the leaders in the Ukraine. She's going across and just like encouraging the church, the, all the churches that they planted in the leaders. So right now, we as a church, as we send out Jill, we bless her. God, we pray that you open doors of favor for that ministry, that many would come to the Lord in this end time harvest. Lord, we ask for the nation of the Ukraine to come to know you. In that whole Slavic region, God, we ask an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. God, as she goes, I ask that you order her steps, God, that she has prepared and planned what she's gonna say, but Holy Spirit, you direct every word that she has. And Father, we ask that covering of God over her as she goes, that you place that hedge of protection, surrounding her and her people. And Lord, we thank you for the seeds that have been planted in that nation. We thank you for the souls in those nations because of Pete and Jill's lives and the kids that they gave over. And so Lord, we ask for the increase of the harvest time, Lord. You're raising up laborers in this region. Raise them up, God. Raise up many in Jesus' name. Amen. We have one more song. We're gonna just bless the Lord. I'm gonna stand and let's praise him together. You think you're tired? Look at look at us up here. Just kidding. <laughs> Spirit is willing, but the body is weak. But the Lord strengthens those who wait on the Lord. We got one more. Yeah. 
This message encouraged you today. For more information about Burning Hearts Church and our mission, please head to burningheartsfargo.com. If you are in the Fargo area, we would love for you to join us at one of our Sunday services, either 9 or 10:45 a.m. Have a great rest of your week.